Ladies, have you arrived? You betcha you have. But you know your LinkedIn headshot? It might need some love. Don't worry, John Erline Photo has you covered. John will coach you on the perfect expression that will create a connection with your professional network. And to be honest, that's what we want, right? Connection and opportunities. When people respect you, they treat you differently. So schedule a new kind of headshot experience with John Erline Photo. Booking is easy and fast. You can schedule your session today at photo. That's J-O-N-E-R-L-I-E-N photo.com. Your image is worth investing in. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. So hello and welcome to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who paved the way share their wit and wisdom. Today, I have a very fabulous boss named Shauna Silberzahn, owner of Whisk Bakery. For our listeners who are unfamiliar with Whisk, tell them a little bit about the concept. So Whisk offers 100% gluten-free baked goods that meet the needs of those following some pretty specific diets, but also just generally those following a gluten-free diet, although anyone can enjoy it too, regardless of any dietary restriction. So I offer gluten-free baked goods, cupcakes, cookies, bars, a lot of those favorite things that you had growing up that still taste really good. They present really well, so they don't look weird. (laughs) All of those things that you can still fully enjoy a baked treat. So again, meeting the needs of your dietary restrictions, whether it's uh, just following gluten-free or even going so far as paleo, where you're grain-free and dairy-free and refined sugar-free, those following a vegan-based diet, and then those following a keto diet or a low-carb diet we make baked goods that meet all of those different needs. That's really fantastic because uh, personally, I know a lot of people who either are on keto or a paleo or, you know, are dabbling in veganism. And when you change your lifestyle, you often think, oh, you know, well, I can't have this anymore and I can't have this. But it's nice to know that you can still enjoy delicious things, but they're still healthy for you or made with things that uh, continue to support your lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. I think that was one of the hardest things is when you're making those changes with your diet and eating a certain way when you're at a family function or a special event, you kind of feel left out or you get picked on by family or friends on why you're not eating the grandma's bars that you've always loved. So it's nice to be able to either bring something from our shop or present it for your birthday party, things like that, that you can still enjoy it. What inspired you to start your own business? You know, for a lot of women, well, anyone actually, starting your business is such a big leap, you know, to go from, oh, this is a hobby I have or something I'm dabbling in to like, all right, I'm going to get a brick and mortar building. I'm going to make this happen. So what what brought it about for you? A couple of things. I think always deep down, I've known that I've wanted to own my own business. I actually 
have a memory as a high school kid. Uh, I looked up to, there's a, a guy that opened up a coffee shop in Stevens Point where I grew up. And I was so floored by the idea of like, wow, he's doing a thing that he really loves. He's successful. People look up to him in the community. And I worked there for some time, so I really did get to know him well. But I think as a high school student, I thought, wow, I would love to own my own business someday. And of course, you go to college and you kind of forget about all of that. But I think more and more as I was working in corporate world and then also just various part-time jobs that I've had throughout my life, I've always thought I could do this thing better. Or, you know, like if I, when I have my own thing someday, I'm going to do it like this. And specifically when I went to coffee shop and I always thought, man, it'd be so cool to do my own version of this or, you know, do it this certain way. So I think that's really when I realized that I really should just open my own business and do all of these things that I know I can do well and that I enjoy doing it my own way. And other people started to enjoy it too. So, I mean, with the baking side, I started making gluten-free and paleo. Specifically, I started with paleo. And pretty soon people were asking, hey, you know, it's my kid's birthday party and he's celiac. So can you make a little cake for him? And uh, word spread. And before you know it, more and more people are asking and people you don't even know anymore where it's beyond your friend group. That's kind of what it was like. Oh, I think this is a thing and I could maybe make some money and turn it into a business. And I think that's where that whole thing kind of snowballed. And then the combination of me thinking about how I could do something better or my version of it all came together into this whisk paleo bakery and cafe. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're the only paleo keto gluten-free baker that I know of, you know, in, in town. And there's, like I said, definitely a lot of people who fit that lifestyle. But even if you don't, you're not on that lifestyle. Everything you make is delicious. <laughs> so delicious. So it's, it's like, I don't know, treats you can feel good about. That's what I like about it. Have you always been into baking as well? Yeah, I mean, I grew up um, baking with my mom and my grandmother. So growing up in central Wisconsin, very Polish, German-heavy community. And so a very common thing around where I grew up was Sunday dinner. So it wasn't really like nighttime dinner. Sunday, you made a really big meal, including dessert, usually to be eaten a little afternoon. and you know, it would take all morning to prepare. So I remember helping mom with a lot of that stuff, making like a roast or mashed potatoes and things like that. But then we'd always make dessert too. And as a kid, she would always give me the task of like cutting the butter into the flour until you got the little pea size and just hated doing that. But now I'm really thankful for all of those, you know, experiences that I had. And I remember going up to grandma and grandpa's house and grandma making her spice cake, which I do make a version of at the bakery. It's just near and dear to my heart as a memory of, you know, this was my favorite thing that grandma made. And so I I loved that experience and I love baking and it's kind of my love language of showing my love for my family was making delicious desserts for them. And so when we switched to eating 
paleo, my husband and I, I really wanted to figure out how to continue to bake and show that love for my family, but in a way that didn't make us feel terrible. So it took a lot of trial and error, but it was fun for me <laughs> and interesting. Honestly, again, the, the science piece of it, I love how paleo and gluten-free baking is a challenge. It's unique and keto specifically is, you know, the sugar structure, the molecules, the way it all breaks down together when you bake is really fascinating to me. And I found that to be a really interesting challenge. Did you have to get a grant to get started or how did you find startup money? You know what I mean? Like, how does that happen? A couple of different places. So yeah, I so I spoke with Ray York. He was helpful. There's some City of Sheboygan grants as far as like as simple as getting a new sign on my building. Um, the City of Sheboygan has certain permits and certain ways that you can put that up, but they did have a grant that once it was uh, put up and I basically sent over a copy of the invoice and they would replenish that or, you know, pay a portion of that, which I didn't know at all. And Ray, again, was helpful with that. Ultimately, I did. So I tried to get a small business loan, which as a young woman without previous business experience and, you know, we're a young family. We just bought a home. We've got car. Uh, we've got small children. I mean, like we're not made of money. So obviously, like our our finances just didn't look like something that traditional banking was willing to offer a small business loan to, which is not uncommon. And despite all of that, I was able to, I was directed towards Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Corporation or WIBIC. And they specifically work with people in my position or women business owners in particular, and they help get you a small business loan through the Small Business Association or SBA loans. And that was really great because from beginning to end, they coached me, helped me go through my business plan and all of that so that I could present something to a room full of bankers, essentially. It was one of the most stressful days of my life, but presenting my case as to why they should give me money <laughs> to start. And, you know, it, it was rewarded to me and I'm so thankful for that. And then, of course, with COVID relief, I got various amount of grants and forgiven loans and things like that that have been essential. I mean, without that, I wouldn't be here today. So a lot of that has helped me get through to where we are now. Yeah, it's nice to know those resources are out there, like the WIBIC program you were mentioning. Because otherwise, you know, if you can't obtain a loan from a bank in a traditional way, which most of us cannot, you know, we're not, we don't have that background, or that financial, you know, chunk of money, that there is an option to support women and minorities, these people who have great visions, but just don't have the financial backing to be able to start their business. So um, now that you have three years under your belt uh, with Whisk as a brick and mortar business, what are your plans for the future? Do you want to continue with things as they are? Do you, do you have plans to move in another direction? 
I have so many ideas. Within the next few months, I am planning on shipping items across the United States. So we're working towards that goal. Definitely will happen by the end of this summer or year at the very latest. That's the biggest one I'm focusing on. I've That's great. Do you get requests from people in other parts of the country for your goods? I do, yes. So um, especially early on when I opened, uh, again, you know, paleo bakery that's delicious and awesome, really hard to come by. Uh, Gluten-free stuff is becoming a lot more mainstream. But the fact that we are exclusively gluten-free to start, but also offering, again, paleo and keto and vegan items that still meet those standards, I feel like that's still pretty rare, not just for Sheboygan or Wisconsin, but even around the world so or around the country, at least. So get a lot of people from Chicago, particularly in the summer, that say there's nothing like this around them even. People from all over the country have said that. So I'd love to be able to share the share the love with anybody and anyone around the country that can't make it to Wisconsin. Do you do um, wedding cakes or anything for special events like that? Yes. And that's something that's growing and expanding now that I've got a few years under my belt and getting more able to be able to offer that. So, and that's one of my favorite things to do. I love decorating and doing innovative cakes for people and couples. So that is, yes, definitely something I'm offering and hoping to book more of in the next year or two. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? Just things coming up or um, something you wish you would have known about starting a business that you didn't know, but now you know? I do. Something that's really important to me that I discovered, especially when working in the corporate world, the lack of support for moms and working moms, whether you own a business or just work at any place, I think the lack of support really bothered me. Unfortunately, you know, if your kid is sick or something comes up that often defaults to the mother. And so now owning a business where I'm in charge and if someone isn't there to work the shop, it falls on my lap, uh, which you have to go into it knowing that. Um, the lack of support for childcare or any of those things, I think, is really something that I try to, you know, offer to my staff. I try to be flexible and understanding of that kind of a thing, because that was a really tough thing for me early on um, was, you know, I'm not sure if I would recommend starting a business when you have two kids under the age of five, <laughs> where you can't send them to school every day. Um, so it was, that was very tricky. I'm now thankful both kids are at school, but for the summer months, you know, and that's when I'm the busiest at the bakery. So it is really something that is tricky and interesting to manage. And we're still figuring it out as best we can, but kind of letting go of the mom guilt too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of women and obviously mothers can agree with that. It's, I almost feel like a balance is impossible, but it's more like a wobble, you know, like sometimes you're leaning this way into your job career. And sometimes you're leaning into the motherhood aspect and it shifts all the time and just kind of going back and forth between those two. But when I became a mom too, I felt that same struggle of 
trying to do both really well and finding it impossible. So you just have to kind of go back and back and forth. And um, yeah, and I think, you know, women in any job really need more flexibility as they're raising their kids for things that happen in life. Kids get sick, you get sick, there's family issues happening to be treated like a professional and that you can, you can still get your job done, but you sometimes need to let that flexibility happen. Yeah. Always a, a wobble. I like that. Great. So yeah, this summer will be your three year anniversary. Then do you have anything special planned? We do. We're doing a fun anniversary event uh, to celebrate and we're hoping to have some live music. We'll be kicking off a menu for some brunch items. So expanding our menu a little bit from the bakery and coffee, but including some other gluten-free goodies that you can get for breakfast. So yeah, we're hoping to have a really just fun, relaxed, enjoyable experience to celebrate all the stuff that we've been through over the last couple of years. Great. So if you are in the Sheboygan area on Saturday, June 18th, stop by Whisk from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. for some delicious goodies, some live music, you get to sample the new menu. Sounds like a win-win for everybody. If you'd like to learn more about Whisk Bakery and Coffee Shop located in downtown Sheboygan, Wisconsin, please check our show notes. We'll have links to their website as well as their social media accounts. If you like what you're hearing on You Betcha She Did, don't be shy. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or send us an email. You can reach out to us at did at gmail. Dot com. Until next time. You Betcha She Did is brought to you by the Ladies First podcast production company, specializing in helping women entrepreneurs launch and manage podcasts and YouTube channels. Learn more at their website, ladiesfirstpodcastproduction.company.com.